Hey guys, Josh Rodriguez here from the AfterBuzz Monday Night Football After Show, and I've got something very exciting to tell you. You've seen her fly, now watch her move to a brand new network. The CW has a new hero when Supergirl lands October 10th. It's the season 2 premiere of the show critics call Pure Blissful Fun. This season, the Man of Steel will finally be revealed. Supergirl's Melissa Benoist teams up with Tyler Hoechlin, the newest Superman in the DC Universe. It's a superhuman family reunion when these Kryptonian cousins join forces in the fight for justice. And if you're wondering if the next president will be a woman, we have your answer. Because Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, guest stars as Supergirl's commander-in-chief. Even though Supergirl has her hands full fighting evil full-time, Kara Danvers is facing changes as challenges of her own. She knows what it takes to be a hero, but Kara is trying to figure out how to fit in with the human race while taking on a new job, new friends, and a new love. Who's out of this world? An evil corporate empire will rise that bears the name of an age-old nemesis, Luthor. Supergirl and Superman come face-to-face -face with Lex Luthor's next of kin, Lillian and Lena. And as you might expect, the Luthor family shares a passion for power that can only be satisfied by a different kind of green. Kryptonite. Supergirl. All new episodes, every Monday. Now only on The CW. This is the Monday Night Football After Show. The Buccaneers defeated the Carolina Panthers 17-14, and we're here to discuss it. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. All right, guys, that was an interesting game. The full <laughs> team back in What's the building. Up? What's up? Mike's back, Jill's back. Yeah, we missed you. We missed you. Missed me. Yes, we I missed you guys too. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Monday Night Football After Show, Buccaneers at Panthers. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Michael. What's up, guys? I'm Michael Rippy. You can find me all over social media at Mike Rips right here. M I K E R I P S. And you can find me everywhere. All the good ones: Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter at Stiletto Jill. All right, guys. Well, this was a big game. Buccaneers and Panthers came in with the same record, one in three. So. At this point of the season, it's a must-win game, you say, right? It absolutely is because whoever loses, I mean, their chances of making it to the postseason are pretty much none. Yeah. Very small. What do you think, Mike? Well, I would say small, but because it's Carolina, I'm still going to keep them alive. Okay, so they're 1-4 now, obviously. Tampa's 2-3. Uh, Panthers missing Cam Newton. That hurt him a lot, as you can see. Four turnovers by Carolina. Uh, do you think this game would have been different if Cam Newton played? I mean, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. I think it would have been different, but I'm wondering what's going on with Cam this season. If you look at him, it seems as if it's, I mean, this is more than a Super Bowl hangover. Something seems to be a bit off with him this season. Yeah, he's got a concussion. I mean, <laughs> you right. know, yeah, even before the concussion. I'm talking right. about Jill's before the concussion. Yeah. <laughs> but to the point, Cam has been hit 200 more times in his career than the closest player, which is Russell Wilson. Oh, wow. Um, and this same the same play that knocked him out from the Falcons game was very similar to something that happened in Week 13 last season with the Saints. And everyone is saying that it might have been avoidable that Cam oh. just kind of you know could have well, avoided that hit he like he like went walked to into, it. I know they're yeah. saying I know they're saying 100% like, it's it. a good point because he absolutely could have avoided that hit it's pretty cavalier of him last week to yeah. just just slide get down focus and he didn't do that he does that often too they showed a clip uh when they played the Saints of him doing that as well yeah that's the week 13 clip I was that, talking that was about yeah clip. okay cool so I, I mean I'm just wondering I feel like it's also has to do with everyone that was sort of down on him it seems like a continuation of that his play has been sort of muted this season obviously he wasn't there tonight but right. 
I don't think that he's played that terribly. I just think the team as a whole has played terribly. Yeah, but his it's, line let him down against Minnesota. And also the defense. The defense yeah, and Jonathan's, Jonathan's, he's been hurt, Jonathan right. Stewart. So there's been other things. I think Cam's been all right. I'm not too disappointed with him other than taking an unnecessary hit that removed him from this game. But, well, not removed him, just took him out. Before so you the think started. they'll be back? Yeah, I do. I, I wouldn't count them out yet because that division, I'm still not sold on Atlanta, even though they look very good. But good. even with four losses, one and four, I'm going to count on them to turn it around still. I mean, two teams last season made it to the postseason. At one and four? Um, one and three. One and three. Chiefs, Chiefs, one and three. Chiefs and Redskins? Redskins won the Redskins won? Yes. Yes. Nice. I believe so. Good All right, so let's talk about the game. Uh, we'll, we'll bypass the first half. Nothing happened, to be honest. It was a 6 nothing Buccaneers lead. I guess what did happen was Roberto... A Gallo, he missed a field goal. A couple of missed field goals, both by Graham right. Gano and uh, Aguayo. Right. But I, I mentioned Aguayo because it comes up, you know, later on in the in the game to be important. So, first possession for the Panthers, they come down. Greg Olson was an absolute monster today. Derek Anderson loves him. Um, I think he had 181 yards, something like that. I'm looking up right now. Greg Olson, nine receptions, 181 yards for all you fantasy football players. It's a great game. Yeah, um, great stat. <laughs> he seems to be. Working better with Anderson in a weird way. Derek loves him. Yeah. That's <laughs> check, check down, safety valve. Yeah. Greg but, Olson's a top tight end in the game, though. But Derek isn't like a moving quarterback uh, like no, yeah, Cam. So I think that, you know, that makes a difference, too, because he's going to look for, not look to get his off more so as yeah. someone like Cam does. You know, there's maybe a more connection in that area. Right. So the first possession, uh, Carolina comes down. They score on a fourth and one out on the goal line. Cameron Artis Payne, first of two touchdowns, makes it a 7-6 uh, Tampa lead. Get the ball back. They score again, 13-yard touchdown, Cameron Artis Payne. It's 14-6, and you're thinking, all right, maybe Carolina's going to pull away with it. But then the next possession, Buccaneers take um, a minute off the clock, like a minute and a half off the clock, and a bomb to uh, Mike Evans. And, like, and then you realize, oh, we've got a game here, guys. That was the, was a beautiful play, too. Yeah. It's a nice touchdown. Yeah, and Evans was uh, limping early in the first half. So. He, Honestly, for me, Mike Evans, one of those guys that's, that's injured frequently. Fragile, fragile. China doll. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna call him a China doll. Okay, but fra- he is fragile. 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 He is he's fragile. Fra- he's often on the injury report. And then the fun begins, guys, because it's 14-14. Carolina's driving, and they're about to score. They're on the one yard line, and Derek Anderson throws one of the worst interceptions I've seen all year. Play action, tries to force it to Greg Olson, who's double covered, and Brent Grimes just goes up, snatches it, and to me, that was a turning point in the game. Yep. Earned as many. It really was. It was a momentum shift. Absolutely. That's the game. That's a game changer right there. It is a game changer because you're thinking you're going to get six or seven at least. You're at the one yard line. Yeah, you got to get first and goal. And I said this to you earlier. I think. I think, especially without Cam in the game, you got to at least run the ball in first down. Yeah. You already said that that uh, Cameron Artispin had two touchdowns. Exactly. You're at the one yard line. It's first down. You got to run the ball at least once. Yeah. That you can't. You're outsmarting yourself if you throw the ball in first down from the one with your backup quarterback. I don't care who he is. So is that coaching? Do you think that that's that's that is cool. 100. Yeah. Well, or the offensive coordinator whoever calls well, the play. Coordinator. At the end of the day, even it's still Ron Rivera chooses the offensive coordinator. He's got to say, look, on first down, first down from the one yard line, and Derek Anderson's our quarterback. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I'm probably running at least first and second down with Derek Anderson from the one, got, especially. Yeah. You got to get those points, and you need to get a touchdown. And at least, I mean, it's not Cam Newton. Yeah, and Tampa Bay's ball. defense hasn't exactly been a strong suit for them anyway, so I think you know, already, finding holes He there. already had two touchdowns on the ground, Cameron Artis Payne. Right. Run the ball in the end zone. Simple. Overthink it, lose the game. Right, and Derek Anderson had two turnovers at that point. The interception made it three. Carolina as a team had four turnovers. Another, Tampa Bay had none. And wow. that, that's how you lose games. Can't turn the ball over four times and and be down four nothing in the def, in the turnover deficiency and then win the game still. 
Yeah. You can't do it when you're with your backup quarterback. It, the Ted Ginn fumble, too. His guy kind of runs into him on the punt return, and then he fumbles it, and it's like right there, but he's he can't get to it. It's, yeah. <laughs> Frustrating that, game. It was that, not a good game for Carolina. It was not. Uh, and that's and that's a huge difference in their season. Imagine the difference between two and three and one and oh, four. Huge, yeah. You're in such a hole at one and Such four. a hole. Yeah. Um, so then Tampa Bay doesn't really do anything with that possession. They come down the field. Uh, 39, they run the ball because I guess they didn't trust Jameis at this point because he almost threw an interception. And Aguayo comes up, misses a field goal. Can't capitalize on it. What do you think? Where do you think his mind was? You know, at this point, I and mean, he was drafted second out of Florida State. He's the most accurate kicker in college football history. He's got off to a rocky start. He's I mean, be- nerves. It's it, you know, there's a difference. As much as people, you know, say you're just out there, you're just playing the game, and it's not that much of a thing. There is a difference in stepping up to the pro ranks, and maybe mentally, he just. Nerves. That's the only thing that I can think of. It's just yeah. nerves, something he has to shake off. Maybe going forward, since he won tonight's game, that won't be something that will be a problem anymore for the remainder of the season. We'll have to see. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I mean, clearly he's mental right now. Yeah. He missed an, a, a ton in the preseason. He's missed, I think, four out of the eight uh, so far. G- good game winner, but uh, he's four out still... Four seven? I think after this one. Oh, right, he's right, not, right, I think. But nonetheless, he's, he's... You know, this will definitely, hopefully, get him... Right, because you don't like to see that on anyone. The amount of struggles, especially from a kicker, it's got to be in his head. But hopefully, he gets right. I, I don't know. I think it's going to continue a little bit. But you can't be that bad and, and keep your job. So over time, if he doesn't improve, they'll probably release him. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Carolina gets the ball back with four minutes left, and you know you you got to go down the field and score some points and win this game. It's a tie game, and what they do is they run the ball three straight times, three and out. And I don't think. <laughs> it's so rare to see. And it's amazing when you say that they didn't. They did that from what yard line? Oh, I don't, I don't know. All right, right, but, they're, but they're, they didn't they're, run it in a three right. Yard line. You're at the one yard <laughs> right, line, right, right. and you won't run it on first down. That's 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 coaching. You're just, it's unbelievable. So they, I mean, at the end of the day, they deserve to lose the game. Yeah, they played not to lose at that point. I guess when Derek Anderson threw that pick of the end zone, the offensive coordinator Ron Rivera was like, "I just don't trust Derek Anderson to win us this game." And I think it ultimately cost him the game because Derek Anderson was moving the ball, even though he turned the ball over a couple of times. He was moving the ball. He had a connection with Greg Olson. Travis Benjamin had a decent game. I think that, you know, when it's four minutes left to go in the game, you have to go all in. You can't just passively play. Especially at home. You're right. the you're the yeah. team that's supposed to win the game. It's just a bad look overall from yeah. a coaching standpoint. Yeah, so three and out, they punt. Buccaneers get the ball back, would, uh, ends up being the game-winning drive. And same thing with them, though. They started off with two runs, and I'm like, what is going on? Does anybody want to win this game? Neither one of the teams looked like they were really <laughs> wanting to. It, it's like snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. It was almost like Tampa's like, okay, fine, we'll win. Right. And Jameis turned it on. Um, Tampa caught a couple breaks. Uh, there was a reception to Vincent Jackson with 40 seconds left. He clearly didn't get out of bounds, but the referee said he did. They stopped the clock on that, and then a face max penalty. Yeah, that was big. And then it's time for Roberto Aguayo. So, guys, max it through. do you guys think he was going to make the field goal? I think so. Yeah? You thought he was? It's easy to say it after the fact, but, I mean, it's 38-yard. I mean, you got to make a 38-yarder in the NFL. <laughs> It just, I didn't think. I was going to have faith. I had faith in you, Roberto. I knew you were going to make that. I knew you had that. Yeah. All right, and he makes the field goal. Tampa wins 17-14, drops the Panthers to 1-4. They improve to 2-3. and three. Huge game in the division, guys, and that's how this Monday night football game ended. I don't think there was pressure on Roberto. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I didn't think there was any pressure because it's not like they would have lost the game had he have not made it. It just would have went into overtime. So I feel like mentally... There's a little bit less pressure. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I okay. mean, do you know what I mean? It, it would have been bad for him, but not ultimately like you cost us the game. So Okay. So let's look at the, that division now. Atlanta is 4-1. 
And then you have Carolina. They're, well, they're Tampa's in, now in second. Tampa's in second at two and three. Two and three. And then New Orleans, New Orleans. and uh, and uh, New Orleans and Carolina. New Orleans right. hasn't. Sorry, still. Oh. <laughs> yeah. One and, one, and, one and four. So you still don't believe in the Falcons, do you? I mean, I, I believe in them more than I did a couple weeks ago. I'd be stu- you kind of don't have a choice be, at this point. I'm, going into Denver after what yeah. they've done already is impressive. However, it, again, it, we've seen this in the past seasons. They start out hot and then they cool off. So I'd like to see them get to get to November and December and play winning football before I say I agree. Because we've seen the same thing. Last year, I believe right. they were 4 or 5-1 and one, or 5-0 and oh to start, and we're right back there. So it's impressive because I didn't see it coming. But I still want to see more. I definitely think they're a good team, but to you know get it done over a full season, not a quarter, three, a third. And you both feel Carolina still has a shot, right? Even that one and four. Yeah. Mike is a little more um, enthused. I think that they have a shot. They're going to bounce back and come back. But I don't. I think that they're still reeling from some sort of hangover. There seems to be a disconnect. They're not. Last year, the team was sort of us against the world. This season, it seems a little disjointed and discombobulated. They did lose a lot of pieces. Well, they so, lost Josh Norman, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's a big, that's a big piece. On the flip side, they they brought they got Kelvin Benjamin back. Yeah, and that doesn't seem to have helped. In fact, it seemed like their offense was better last year. Uh, to this point, but they're not your normal one and four team. I mean, you look at some one and four teams and you're like, that's a not a good team. For example, yeah. the so, Miami Dolphins, yeah. <laughs> not a good football team at one mm-hmm. and four. But they, the Carolina Panthers have the same record. But you look at the Carolina Panthers, at least I do, and I think that team still in any field against any opponent is dangerous. Okay. And let's not forget, they didn't have Cam Newton tonight. If they have Cam Newton, in my opinion, they're two and three after tonight's game. But they have to go with the cards dealt to them. Cam's got to be smarter. They've kind of given away all the leeway they have this season, and they have to win get football games moving forward. But they showed us last year they can do that. They were 15-1, and one, don't forget. So they, they can get yeah. on a run and, and pull off six, seven in a row, and then before you know it, they're right there. Uh, they maybe are going to have trouble winning the division with Atlanta three games up on them, but it's early. And it's the schedule's get, gets, time for them. It gets late quick, it but it, but it's still early enough that they can still salvage the season. Okay. Now, if they lose a one and five, maybe I might jump off. But one and four, uh, Cam comes back. Cam is the ultimate guy, I think, when you count him out, he's going to come through. So I really like the position that with him coming back, all the doubters, that will feed him, I think, for sure. And get him and going. I think he's going to be poised to have a big rest of the season. Okay. Jill, you have so, the schedule there, yeah, right? Yeah, their next schedule is they play New Orleans next week. That's winnable. They have a bye week after that. Then they go to um, the Cardinals and play who struggled this season. Yeah, so it's a tough one still. That's, you know, up in the air. After that, they play the Rams. Um, you I, know. I don't know what to make of the Rams, to be honest. You know, the Rams average. are... Average is a good word. They're yeah. actually better than what I expected from them, to be right. honest. They're doing a little bit better, but you know that it's kind of fool's gold at this point. Okay. so I agree with that. And then after that, they play Kansas City. So... Like, it's it's difficult. They were 15-1 in the Super Bowl last year. I'm not counting them out yet. Okay. Now, on the flip side, what do you guys think of the Bucs and their chances? They're 2-3. and three. They're a game above Carolina right now. So, technically, they're in better position. Hmm. I, I'm going to be honest and say I haven't really watched the Bucs this season. Okay. I know that Jameis has struggled a little bit, which I'm guessing is just sophomore rush. Or maybe, you know, now that teams are more dialed into his sort of style of play. I don't know. The Bucks just aren't properly gelled to me yet. Okay. But it's still early. But I don't have visions of them going far. I don't see them in the playoffs. Okay. 
I, I I had higher expectations at the start of the season than I do now for them. I think they're obviously going to be competitive at two and three. They showed tonight, but I thought Jameis would have improved more than he has so far. Let us know what you guys think. Do you think Jameis should have improved at this point? Because week one, he looked like the story was week one that he had lost weight in the offseason. He had dedicated himself. They got the, uh-huh. the new coach, and this was going to be a big breakout season. And so far, after week one, which he looked great in, he looked great. Yeah, week he's one. regressed, and yeah. he's gone the reverse way you'd like to see. And he didn't look great tonight. And he's got to take. He's got. To, he was lucky. He won that one fumble that he recovered. You, if you're going to be spinning and, and running, you got to hold on to the ball as the yeah. as the quarterback, especially when you're running. Uh, I like Jameis. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed so far this season in his uh, progression because it doesn't seem like he's getting better yet. But I don't think Tampa. This is going to be their season. Okay. So they could be competitive, but I think they're going to come out on the wrong side of a lot of results. They're about like a year or two away. I feel. Yeah, like. I think they're a team that that has some talent. But I, I think they're missing a few parts. And don't forget, they lost Charles Sims. They didn't have Doug Martin tonight. He right. should come back at some point. So they're down a couple players. We talked about Mike Evans. He seems like maybe he's a little fragile. So, Okay. I got a you. season or two away. Yeah. I think so. All right. So before we get into predictions, let's run through the games that happened on Sunday. Um, New England. Brady's back, guys. Welcome back. Did you see ah, his, so good. his welcome? It just timed with yeah. um, his Jay Z inspired black hat Tom Brady cover. So weird. Uh, you're a rapper now, Tom. <laughs> you're a rebel, I guess. <laughs> after Deflategate, after being held back, well, they the, won't hold you down. Yeah, the Patriots beat the Browns, thirty three thirteen. Not much to say except welcome back, Brady. He was incredible, and Mar- him and Martellus Bennett. Bennett, yeah, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. A definite connection. Yeah. So if that if that continues, you have Bennett and Gronkowski. That double tight end set. Patriots are dangerous. They're very dangerous. As always. The Lions hand the Eagles their first loss of the season, 24-23 in an exciting game. Um, you can't win them all, right, if you're Philadelphia? Yeah. I mean, I I thought that they easily could have won that game. So I wouldn't – you're going to have growing pains as a, as a rookie quarterback. I still like Philadelphia uh, to continue being a dangerous team this season. Jill, what do you think about Philadelphia? Um, I'm so, Again, I continue to be surprised. I guess what was that we talked – we covered one of their games. I'm yeah, Bears. Yeah. Um, so, once, it's surprising me. And I'm very impressed with him thus far. Like Michael said, you know, things happen. But I thought it was a great learning experience. And he was still very poised. That's one thing oh, I'm very impressed well. with him. Yeah. He's so poised no matter what the situation is. If they're up, if they're down, he seems to handle it really well. So, I'm excited to see Playoff contender. Playoff yeah. contender. Absolutely. Philadelphia. I agree. Colts beat the Bears 29-23. Take the Colts seriously at all? I mean, uh, no. no. The Colts Andrew have up. some internal problems. Yeah. Yeah, they, they should get rid of their general manager. Um, do you, Him talking about, well, yeah, we had to pay Andrew Luck all that money is That's why the, our team... <sighs> You it, can't say that. Can't it's a valid say, point, but, but as a general but, manager, you can't say, I don't know. Yeah. We had to pay our quarterback. But you can't that, do that. You can't do that also because Andrew Luck, if there's a quarterback that deserves the money, he does. He's the only good part of that team other than maybe T.Y. Hilton, and he deserves all the money he can get. Plus, if you're the GM, your job is to get other good players, not just your quarterback. True. So get some other good players. Don't sell out your quarterback that does everything because the only reason the Colts won this past week was because of Andrew Luck, and the only time that they ever win is because of Andrew Luck. So Ryan Gregson should shut up, and she's going to be fired. And that's a locker room problem. Yeah. Mike with the hot take. Mike with the hot take. All right, moving on. Titans beat the Dolphins 30-17. to Two teams that I don't think are really going anywhere, but Tennessee slowly making their way up, I feel like. Making their way up to where? I don't, relevance. Wait, In a he, year, okay. I'm talking about I'm that. heating up because I like Tennessee to win that division. Still? Uh, right now, because I don't like that. I think Jacksonville's not garbage, Indianapolis is garbage, and I don't think that Houston is good enough. So I think it comes fall? down to Tennessee and Houston, and I think Tennessee at maybe 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7. and seven. Look at their schedule. It's, it's simple. Okay. Uh, they're not that good, 
But I think schedule-wise, that division, a team that's not that good is going to win it, and I think it's going to be Tennessee. I still got Houston in that division. Fair enough. Hot take. Okay. We'll see. Let's watch that. We'll see. Any thoughts on Tennessee, Jill? I don't have any thoughts on Tennessee because I have to be honest when I haven't watched teams. So that's a team that I haven't checked out. Teams that I'm not really interested. I love it, too. Instead of just like, oh, yeah, I think they're good. No. (laughs) I haven't watched them. They're not somebody that's on the radar. Respect the little Jill. (laughs) Minnesota Vikings, 31 Houston, Texans, 13. We were just talking about Houston. They still I haven't lost a game. They're the best team in the NFC. Best, best team in the NFL. Super Bowl Woo! bound? Super Bowl bound? You think, I mean, for now, it's early. early. It's too I early mean, to say. I don't, so, like, I don't like picking the team right now, right? It's too early. It is too early, but I mean, with injuries for me, and Vikings, Patriots, with Brady back, is, that be that's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Steelers, 31-13 over the Jets. Jets just, I mean. So What's dis- there to say about the Jets? Yeah, yeah I'm disappointed. I thought they were going to be good this year. Maybe... It's, I was I bought into the Fitzpatrick being decent and Forte coming in. I thought he added another d- dimension to the that. The Jets offense. are always good or thinking they're going to be good in preseason leading up to it and maybe even that first game, and then it just all goes left. Yeah. And Rex isn't there to blame anymore. <laughs> so They're blaming Todd Bowles for, in New York. For, I'm telling you that. Forte hasn't done much lately. So that would help if they could get him going or, He's or running game. He's over thirty, game. though, right? He's I mean, over there. I'm not surprised by this because I, with the I remember backs. earlier in an earlier game this season I was thinking that. But the one thing is, is they've had a really difficult schedule, the most difficult schedule in the NFL so far. So I'm not a Jets fan. I wouldn't count them out yet because they still got players. Yeah. I really like Brandon Marshall. I, I'm Eric Decker's hurt right now. Out, That's yeah. a big deal. But I'm not counting them out yet. Okay. As a wild card contender. You sound like Brandon Marshall and his locker room positivity. We are I like right Brandon Marshall where a lot. we need to yeah, be. I like him, I like That's him too. That's what he said. Redskins beat the Ravens 16-10 to 10 in a very sloppy game. Wins at 40 miles an hour. Uh, I think that's the second straight loss for the Ravens, right? Yeah, and they lost. Coming back down to earth a little they bit. They lost Steve Smith early in the game, and once yeah. they lost him, their offense was completely inept. And also, they fired their offensive coordinator today, Mark Trestman. So he got canned. Did he really? I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, they fired him. So uh, John Harbaugh usually has that team playing, but they're not exciting. No. And Washington just kind of floating around. So both of these teams, I think Baltimore will kind of be around in the mix because they're always in the mix. Yeah. But I don't think they're that good. I think like 88, 9, and 7 miss a playoff by a game. You agree, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, they're always playing those like field because goal they're always, games. Right. And yeah, they're right there. They can turn it on and win that one game. That'll push them over. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Falcons twenty three sixteen over the Broncos. Excellent Ta- started. So and I he mean, didn't look good. He didn't look good. But was that the real Broncos team? So you know they did go into Denver. They did beat Denver. They they well, and also. But if, if you're if you're a Bronco fan, you're like, well, you know what? You didn't beat our we real team. We can lose that. Yeah. Yeah, but if you if you look at that game for a second and you. You you think about how that went down. It's kind of surprising, at least to me, that the the defense that starred in that game was Atlanta's. Right. Atlanta's yeah. defense was the better defense, which is quite the opposite of what you think because Denver has the amazing defense. So I'm going to write that off as just a one-time thing for Denver because it's still a good game. But I, I was surprised by Atlanta. Yeah. What do you think of Denver? Um, I I think that Denver is fine. They're going to be. They're going to come together. Their defense. I mean, right now the league is defense says are what where the stars yeah. are, you know, obviously, except for the quarterback. So I think, you know, as long as their defensive line stays intact, no injuries, avoids that. They have Von Miller there. They'll be okay. Also, also uh, they play the Thursday game this week. Gary Kubiak uh, announced he's not, yeah, he's not, he's not coaching this week because he has some migraine oh, issues. Right. So hopefully he gets well. But that's something to watch. And also, I got a hot take. Also, wait for the next game. Okay, Cowboys uh, 28, Bengals 14. Right, maybe the next time after that. That's a, that's Zeke. A, yeah, Zeke huge. And, you know, listen, Dak, man. Dak and, Dak and Zeke. And Zeke. Dak, yeah. he, he's so calm. The poised. offense is so, like, rel- I know it's a weird word to use, but, like, relaxing. They're very poised. poised. 
I, and they're I not like even the, playing with Des yeah, Bryant right now. They're not. And I'm a Giants fan, and I'm saying this. So this, you know, I'm like, I would love to trash the Cowboys, but I can't. They look awesome. They look really but good. But Jerry Jones is going to ruin it. I don't think he is. You no. don't. You no. think? Well, I think he's saying it just because he feels like he has to say it. But I feel like if uh, Dak continues to win and they're six and one, seven and one, there's no way you can nah. replace Tony Romo. Romo's coming there's, back. No man, I, I'm, gonna I'm, I'm gonna put. A, I'm gonna say it right now. Even though Jerry Jones is saying that Romo's coming back, I think now I'm just saying under stipulation that they're still winning. So they're six and one, six and two, seven and one. I think Dak starts. Well, I think that Ro- that Romo comes back week eight, and they're gonna have a buy in there. So all they have is one more game. With Dak before Romo returns, and regardless, win or lose, Tony's getting his job back. I'm not sure he'll say that. We've had that. We've talked about this either on the wow. on the TNF or on this show, and I said it from the start. Romo's getting his job back, but it's a good problem if you're Dallas. Look, it's not the end of the world. Tony Romo's a great quarterback. No, he's he is. very fragile. He's very good though, and hopefully he doesn't get injured again. But here's the thing: even if they they give him his job back, let's say he either he's either great and they keep rolling. Or he's terrible. You can easily just replace him with Dak, and now you know that you have the f- quarterback of the future. We'll see. I think he's. I think Tony's getting his job back. Yeah. What do you think? I think that they need to work on their young core and get. I mean, we're disappointed by Dallas every season. Right. I'm not a Dallas fan, but well, Tony's saying, injured every season. Oh, but this is yeah. This, well, I, think, I mean, and they had Dez was injured last season too. So I just think that they need to ride out their young guns and develop that core because that's their future. So and Dak, Dak loses. Dak, Tony gets his job back or not? No. I, right, I mean, so I don't know. No. I think that he's so Tony, going to, but, but I don't. You, you wouldn't recommend it. Right. Uh, but So you're a yes, Tony gets his job back. Yes, oh, Tony okay. gets his job right, back, so but Tony, yes, I don't yes. recommend Let's, it. We'll have to see in a couple weeks. All right, Raiders 34, Chargers 31. The Chargers blow another game, guys. This it's, team just knows how to season. lose. Go it's Raiders. Crazy. What's going on with the Raiders? The Raiders have been looking good. Derek Carr's really good. He's a good receiver Derek Carr's good. Michael Crabtree has worked out for them. Ooh, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know he's Cooper, glad not Cooper to be in San Francisco. Yeah. They've yeah. got a good young course speaking of young course and I like Derek Carr a lot yes. for a young quarterback. This was the game I was talking about a hot take. I think Oakland's going to win the AFC West yeah, I agree. over Denver. I, oh, ooh. I like Denver as the no, second best team now. I'm sorry. I disagree. Yeah, I've got Oakland. I, I definitely don't see them winning it over yeah, Denver, but Oakland I think the that West. I think Oakland's going to hold steady. I'm hoping that they do. It would be nice to see. I had Oakland winning like 10 games this year and making it in as well. Well, they, 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 they could win 10 games and win that division. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think that Denver's in a little bit of trouble right now with losing the coach, the short turnaround, and I just think Oakland's playing really well. I like Oakland in the AFC West. Okay, cool. Bills beat the Rams 30-19. to Yeah. Bills, three-game winning streak. Three they've and two, and they beat the, the Patriots with Cardinals. Car- Patriots without uh, Brady, still Cardinals, and now Los Angeles in Los Angeles. It, I mean, it was a good win. It was a solid win. It was um, what was it? Kind of they were back and forth yeah, up until it was about closer the third than the quarter. score indicates. Yeah. So um, I, I think that that goes to what we were speaking about with the Rams earlier. I think that the Rams are just not totally together. They're playing. Ab- I feel like they've been playing above their actual skill set. They're playing the general Jeff Fisher ball. They need. They have no quarterback. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah. They have a decent defense. Aaron Donald's awesome, and they have no quarterback. Yeah. Or wide receivers and a running back that can't run because they have ten guys trying to stop him at the line. So. Yeah, because I've been a little disappointed. Can, girl, where's Jared Goff? He can't even get on the field. No. I mean, How can Jared Goff get? They're above five hundred. So I mean, right. why would you? Dak, Bre- Dak Prescott starting, right. J- Jacoby Brissett played, Carson Wentz is starring, and Jared Goff can't even get on the field, right. and Case Keenum is terrible. Yeah. Explain that. He well, he's, won, he's won three games with them. They're three they, and two. Yeah, luck. I mean, the only op- offensive weapons they have are Tavon and, and Gurley, and Tavon's more of a specialist to me. He's not really a... Seventh highest paid wide receiver. Yeah. LA's got problems. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Sunday night game, Packers beat by Giants 23-16. Eli looked awful. He was off. I watched the debates. 
<laughs> nice. There was a, uh, o- Odell hugged him. Uh, yeah, the net. That, that was cool. They made uh that was so sweet, touching moment. That was good. Odell got it. What do you up. think of the Packers? Do you think the Packers uh struggle? I don't like I don't like Mike McCarthy in the in the in the role of head coach anymore there because Aaron Rodgers is not playing as well as he did. No. That whole team not as good as it was. You think they need new energy in the locker room? I think they need. I think, I think they need someone new at the top. I think they will at the end of the season after it's all said and done. Fire Mike McCarthy. They're they're okay. They're getting the job done. It's just not the same Green Bay Packers as they were. Plus, when you have an, a record of excellence like, with a team like them, you can't be complacent with right. sort of where they're at, just leveling out. And also the, on the flip side, the Giants, your team, just not not a good team. They just really aren't, to be honest with you. And if Eli's going to play the way he played against Green Bay. They have no shot. Too, yeah, too many question marks around the, around everywhere. Yeah. All right, so next week's game is the Jets against the Cardinals. Let's get some predictions from you guys. Your After Buzz um, TV prediction. Hey, there it is. Oh, that's a new one. Boom. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Carson Palmer returns. Going to have a good game against that Jets secondary. John Brown's going to have a touchdown, long touchdown, because the Jets have given up long touchdowns in every game this season. What do you think? I like it. I'm going to go with Arizona as well. Um, I am going to, my heart says go with the Jets, but I'm going with um, the Cardinals. My heart says go with the Jets just because I think that they're due for a win. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. All right, guys, that's been the Monday Night Football After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Thanks for joining us. Once again, the Buccaneers defeat the Panthers 17-14, move to 2-3, Panthers fall to 1-4. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Tweet me at any time. I'd love to debate about sports. Yes, sir, and me too. My name is Mike Rippey. You can catch me on social media at Mike Rips, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. I'm Jill Monroe. You can catch me at Stiletto Jill. And for all your sports and pop culture gossip, jocksandstilettojill.com. Yes. I go there every day. <laughs> Mike loves that. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care. Thanks See for watching. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.